Alright, so um, welcome to the Eli Caban Project. So for today's podcast, I wanted to talk about um, a really great book I read called A Brave New World. Um, this is a book written by Aldous Huxley, and uh, he was the teacher of George Orwell, uh, who famously was the author of 1984. So, you know, 1984 is a, a book most students read in, in high school. I know I read that in uh, in high school. Um, and so these are both dystopian books. Oh, and I should mention, sorry, that Huxley was the teacher of uh, Orwell. So I thought that's kind of one of the reasons I picked the book up, because it was a famous dystopian novel, which I enjoy, and, and also because I, I saw that he was the, author, he was the teacher of, of Orwell, and I thought, wow, this guy must be really, really smart. And it turns out I, I was right. Uh, so these these two dystopians kind of view the world um, differently, right? So I have this quote, and I'll so just a Wikipedia quote. I'll I'll put a link in the description, but you know um, it says what Orwell feared was that we that there would be people who would ban books, but Huxley feared there would be no reason to ban a book because no one would want to read one. You know, Orwell feared that uh, we would we would be deprived of information. Huxley feared that uh, we would be given so much information that we would be reduced to egotism and passivity. Um, Orwell feared that the truth would be concealed from us. Huxley feared that the truth would be drowned in a sea of irrelevance. You know, so it's kind of crazy that I think um, both parts, both dystopians paint a picture of the world today. Um, And there's definitely information that's hidden from us. There's definitely people that are very powerful in the world that that know things that most of us don't know. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of the story of the FBI um, director Hoover who who did a lot of crazy things and you know a few years ago we had uh, Snowden who admitted that you know our, our emails and our, our calls are being watched and listened to. Um, and so that I think goes with 1984 and that's something that we're kind of more aware of. I think most of us are aware that um, there's powers beyond our um, our, our means, kind of that the rich kind of run the world. Uh, I don't think that I'm I'm saying anything crazy there, um, but I think this that 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 um, brave new world is a little bit less obvious, uh, right? Because in that case, not only is the truth hidden from us, but it's also, it, we're drowned in a sea of, you know, commercials and advertisements and, and billboards, uh, and it's like, you know, buy this so you'll be happy, and buy this so you don't think about, you know, don't think about the fact that there are people that are so much more rich and powerful and they're, who are controlling us, kind of. Um, and I think it's crazy the fact that, you know, all, most of the world is middle class, but we, we tend to want to step over one another instead of trying to actually trying to take down like the the alphas of the world try to take down the people that are way way more powerful and rich right so um, the book kind of talks about how we as individuals are, are are lost in the sea of of humanity right that that the individual is less important than society like there's this quote civilization is sterilization right if we're if we're together if we're together as a society then we're good as soon as one person tries to leave society, then we have to kick them out because they're they're destroying us. They're going to bring us down. But when in actuality, I think you know people that try to 
you know, tell us that some things are wrong and, and that we should sometimes rebel, sometimes that can be um, a really good thing and a really you know, powerful idea. So I'll just go now more maybe into why I, I, rec I recommend this book. And I just think it's just beautifully written. Um, and 1984 is, a, I think, a beautiful book. I mean, and it's, it's true. Hopefully people listening to this, um, you know, I know a lot of, I, I didn't think so. And I'm, I'm not saying that to brag, but I really liked reading 1984 in school. But I'm sure a lot of people kind of thought it was boring. Um, but I think there are powerful lines, you know, and in, in, in 1984, one of my favorite lines is when Winston is, is captured and um, him and his lover are there and, and they both say, they say, we are the dead, you know, we are the dead. And the police says, you are the dead. Like, that's a really powerful um, scene. And it's just like you can kind of feel the tension build. That's what I kind of love about books. It's like when you're watching a movie and you see that tense scene, it kind of builds differently in the book because... You can have a tense scene that's going on for like 10 pages. It draws out. So that, that's a scene that I really like in 1984. But, you know, 1984 is also a book that does focus a lot on, on Winston and his lover. And um, that I can I can see getting a little bit annoying sometimes. In A Brave New World, it's a little bit different in that it's, it's much more um, close to, you know, a mirror is more you know, today's society in which that, you know, it's more like you, you're supposed to have multiple lovers and if you're not, you're a freak. And you see that these characters who don't want to have multiple lovers, how they're, how they're treated. Um, I think that's really interesting uh, because, you know, things weren't always like that. And I'm not trying to say that that's wrong or right. I'm just saying it's interesting the way that we classify people as weird just because they don't want to act like everyone else. You know, and that and that that's I think one of the lessons from Brave New World. Um, in terms of highlights, I just think like you know, in the first fifty pages, it, it Huxley just does some amazing things. Like the the first kind of thing you see is the first part of the book is him um, kind of taking you on a on this on this field trip uh, throughout the egg factory where humans are are born and these people are taking notes. And they're alphas, right? They're the highest of society, whereas gammas are the lowest. And it shows us that, that you know, even those really smart people, we can, we can still act as sheep. And if you act like this, then society isn't ever going to really go forward, right? If we just have everyone, you know, learning the same things and never challenging what we learn, then, then you know, we're, we're going to be stuck where we are. Um, and then the other part is that, you know, he has this other scene where like three people are there's three different conversations so at least like six people are talking at once for like two or three pages and it's just like wow it's it's <laughs> it can be kind of confusing but it's extremely just beautiful in a way of of like you know just you're I'm, i was just amazed by the mind that kind of was able to write that and have it be kind of coherent because it is coherent so um, so yeah, it, it talks about kind of you know these different casts, like I said, the alphas, the gammas, there's also betas, right? And and it's different in uh, than 1984 is in that there's there's really no bad guys. You don't necessarily hate the alphas because they're just they're born alphas. They they didn't have a choice to do that. So the real bad guy is you know the society that was created 
and the media that's exploits that exploits us and controls us. You know, like there's a scene in the book where the high director, the highest director, talks about, you know, that people can't have certain books because it would it would confuse them and and they wouldn't understand it now and it would make them um it make them angry against uh, society and then and we need civilization sterilization we need everyone to be you know the same as each other so it, it's powerful in that way you know that that's the whole point of that that original quote um you know it, it's not like 1984 where books are being taken away from us it's that you know no one would even want to read those books and it's funny because the only person who wants to read that book, those books is actually, he's called the savage throughout the latter half of the book. So like those types of, of, um, of, of kind of symbolism is just really powerful to me. So yeah, there's no real bad guy. And so I'll just say again that 1984 is, is really illuminating and, and Brave New World just is also extremely illuminating and maybe a little bit more relevant for today's society. It's something more where, we all kind of again understand kind of where 1984 fits in our in our society, but Brave New World it's a, a little bit less obvious how how that fits in our society, but it definitely does. Um, one more scene that I really liked was just the whole the, the savage and his mother. And so again, I don't want to you know necessarily spoil things here, but I just want to say that it it's just it's a beautiful scene. It's a very powerful scene. And it's just amazing the kind of imagery that Huxley uses because this, this character, the savage, is originally named John. And so it, it kind of tells you, you know, imagine you had something in your life that, that affected you so strongly that you were kind of born again, you know, and you become this complete different person. So finally, um, I just wanted to talk about Bernard. There's no real main character. There's multiple characters. But if you had to say a main character would be Bernard, um, I definitely really related to him because he's he's not like Winston. You know, Winston's meant to be someone who's like an average person, but Bernard's meant to more be like an outcast or someone who's, you know, different than other people. And I think the the really powerful thing that that happens is that you know while in in Winston's case, Winston becomes enlightened, and because he becomes enlightened, he realizes how bad Big Brother is. He has to die. and that, That's thought crime. Bernard's different because he's a loser and he's deformed. He wants to become popular. But once he becomes popular, you can see how he regresses. You kind of see... It's almost like in the beginning of the book... I'd say this is a good example of it. You know, in the beginning of the book, you see his ugliness on the outside, but towards the end, you see how ugly his inside is. So it's like when we... When we... You know... When you kind of chase fame that's the kind of thing that can happen to you that you can become this really ugly person. So it's crazy that this guy that you really root for, for half the book, you, you realize halfway through that he's a real villain. Um, so yeah. So I think that's all I'll talk about for today. Uh, again, like I didn't really, the point here wasn't to um, offer spoilers and whatnot. It was just to kind of talk about what the book talks about and the symbolism and the imagery and the, you know, the, the, the themes that the book talks about to kind of make you want to read the book. Uh, so I'll just leave you with a quote from Goodwill Hunting where he's talking to Robin Williams, um, Matt Damon is, and he says, you know, you people read all the wrong books. And Robin says, like, you know, what are the right ones? And he's like, the ones that knock your hair back. 
And so this book will do do that to you. And it's, it's a real classic. Uh, so I hope you enjoy the pod. Um, other books and authors I want to talk about were like H.J. Wells, uh, Fifth Business. I just think Fifth Business is one of the most powerful books I've read. It's it's something where I just think it's it's like it's essential for any person who's trying to grow up. You know, me, I'm, I'm someone who's nearer to 30 than 20. But still, like reading it, for you know maybe the second or third time it's something where you're you you're reading like the life of a man and you're you're seeing how we're all we're going to go through the same kind of um transformations as we get older and and as we learn more and as our eyes are opened up um so yeah i I hope to do those kind of pot hope you enjoyed this